Bell, born and raised in Austin, Texas. I'm a wife, a dancer, and a proud dog mom. I'm Claw. I'm an aspiring world leader from Austin, Texas. I love shopping, my dog Bruce, and showing others how to love themselves. I'm like Elle Woods, but with more spice. It's you, bitch. Hey, guys. So, we're here. Finally, you can hear us. We're live. Claudia says nothing, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying this new thing where I just listen. Hmm. (laughs) Let's see. So, welcome to our podcast. We're so happy that you're listening, and we're so happy to be up and running now after hyping us up for the last how many months? Uh, two? Two, three, three? I think three. You will go with three. We're, you'll go with three. So, we're going to go into a little bit about how we met. Mm. I don't remember much from when we were younger, because oh I was a teeny tiny little thing. So, I'll Disgusting. let Belle take the lead on this part. Disgusting is what she was when she was little. So how I met Claudia, well, our dad and I didn't have a very strong relationship. We disconnected when I was super young. One of the memories I do have with Claudia is when she came over to visit me at my grandparents' house. She was sitting on my dad's lap. She was probably two years old. And I was just so enraged that I had a little sister because up until then I was only me. Woo-hoo. Living the good life. Well, not really. So <laughs> I know I was like, uh. <laughs> so the leg that she was sitting on, on her dad's lap, I kicked it and I got in so much trouble because of it. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm literally a bean of a human. You were not a bean. You were probably like two. You and had I a sty on your eye. Not my fault. You I couldn't clean Who myself. Who farted in your pillow? I couldn't clean myself back then. Well, so that's I mean, your fault. That, that's not my fault. That's, that's my mama fault. No, that's not true. Don't no, actually, on her, that's Ricky dad's Bobby. fault. See? Mm. <laughs> mm, I was gonna say, don't you speak like that about your mother? <laughs> yeah. Correction. That's dad's fault. <laughs> so, do you have any memories of us between, like, even younger? Because remember, we haven't known each other very long. But in a short period of time, do you have anything from when we were younger, like we were before younger. we actually like met met? Yes. Uh, there is this very brief, very, very brief memory of us dropping you off at dad's house. Oh, no, not at, no. We were dropping you off at mom's house. Mm-hmm. And by mom, I mean My your mom. mom. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's literally it. I that's have, it? I have no idea. I was sitting in the van in the back seat, and I have no memory of what you look like, who was there, oh, all that happened. I just remember... We were parked in front of a white house in East Austin. My grandma's house. And you got off. and But I have no idea what you look like, the sound of your voice, oh anything. No, but like, but that applies to everyone. I don't even remember what I look like. I have no idea how old I was at that time. So that's all I got. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, I have that memory and probably two other ones that are random that we can hear about another time because they're not as fun as me kicking her. While she was a toddler. Shortly after that, there was a time that I don't really remember too much. Um, what I'm learning about myself is that I block out horrible like experiences and memories. So I don't remember too much on how I got to my dad and I not connecting and not like seeing each other. Because there was times where I would go over on the weekends and I would remember going there. But I don't remember like what we did. Or anything of the such. So the story goes, as I've been told, so I don't know from myself, is that 
I said something that I wasn't supposed to say to my mom about my dad seeing someone else on the side. And at this time, our father was with your mom. My mom, being a great person, told your mom. And then the rest is history when it comes to that. That's actually the first I've ever heard of that. Really? But I had never known that. But I guess your big mouth does come in handy sometimes. (laughs) That's what he says. So, (laughs) but, okay. So, enough of that, Claudia. So I was ultimately the reason why I want to say kind of, because that's what it feels like, that I was the one who actually caused a lot of, like, not horrible things, but just, you know, turbulence in dad's life. Because here I am, I'm old enough to talk if my mom tells me, asks, hey, what did you do? So, and then, of course, you know, our our mother's got along. And, of course, my mom's not going to just let your mom sit in the dark like that. After that, I remember getting back with my dad one last time and seeing him. When I did, he just told me, I don't love you. You're not a boy, and I will never love you. He had some fascination with always wanting sons, but he got me. And he got that thing across. I mean, she's basically a boy. I don't know. But, no, so I never saw him again after Wait, that. did you just say I'm basically a what? A boy. A boy. I am not. I, I was going to say that you were hairy, but no, now it just I, came out. Like, if I were more like a boy, dad would still be in my life. <laughs> okay, how about that? So that was how our dad and I, like, kind of ended. Years later, I just, you know, went along living my kid life, playing in streets and digging worms with my cousin Mike <laughs> out of the ground. But, <laughs> but years later... I wanted to connect with my sister. And this is during the age of MySpace. And I tried to look her up um, with the help of my mom. We ended up finding her. And she, well, I wasn't too sure if it was her. Because she had this emo picture. And I remember she was wearing red lipstick. It was a black and white picture. Super filtered. We've all done it on MySpace. We had those questionable pictures. Of course, I did. But anyway, so I messaged her. I don't know if she ever got it. Did you ever get it? Did you read something about it? Dude, probably not. I was like 13. I don't know. Like, I was like 12, 13 on MySpace. Like, I don't know what the fuck I was doing besides being emo. Like, I don't know. Well, I also had sent you a letter with a copy of a photograph that I had of us two. But I don't know if you ever got that either. I don't know if we sent it to the right address. I don't know if you had moved from that address. And it was an address for the Valley, but I have no idea. Okay, in the Valley, there was like two or three different addresses it could have been so it varied so it varied yeah Yeah. so i never knew but i never heard from you so meh then i messaged you on facebook back in the spring or winter spring of 2012 and that's where you finally come in that's where the story truly begins (laughs) samantha So, do you want to talk about what happened? Well, okay. So, this is where my memories start coming in. Because she ain't got no memory. I'm sitting on my computer on Facebook. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But Mm. a message pops up from this weird person, right? And it says, hey, I don't know if you know me. I am your sister. I have been trying to contact you. Literally no I don't periods. sound like a robot. Run on sentences like some African prince that's reaching out to me. We'll talk about my that... three results later. Okay. At a later time. At a later date. However, <laughs> at this point, I was like, who is <laughs> this weird person contacting me? Like, hey, 
I'm your sister. And I was just like, out of the blue, what the fuck? I'm your Nigerian I was like, it's like an afternoon. Like, I'm ready to watch MTV. Like, what is going on here? And so I ask my mom, hey, I know this person. Like, can you verify that they're a real person? And my mom's like, oh, yeah, you know, your older sister, whatever, whatever. And then to, to help ensure that this weird ass person messaging me really was my sister oh my god i asked her if she had like any other pictures or anything and she i remember she told me to send my social security number shut up she uploaded a photo of us it's me and i was maybe like a year and a half or something we we'll need to put and this on our, our instagram i know so that way you guys have to see it check out our instagram at sis stop podcast uh you'll see the photo posted up there and we're in my nursery and I'm this little bean and oh then gosh. she's older and sitting on the other side of my dad's lap and as soon as she sent that photo I was like oh shit this is my it's a real one it, yep I was like she a real one I guess like there's no denying <laughs> and by that point I was like so what do we do now like where do we go from here <laughs> because there's no guide that yeah. tells you it's like oh how to meet your sister for dummies after you haven't seen each other for what nine ten years yeah longer (laughs) and so i had no idea what to do so we just started talking back and forth on messenger kind of like that awkward like oh shit your family but i also have no idea any you know who you are and what you're like yes it was very like fake (laughs) the combo between us we were like oh how was your day how was your day great what are you doing glee's on you like Glee? <laughs> Did you watch it? <laughs> also, great show. Fantastic show. One thing that surprised me was that we very quickly met up not too long after that. It I had just graduated high school that summer. Before I took off to college, mm-hmm. we decided to meet. And so that brings us to July 19th, 2012. And it is a historic date now recognized by Governor Greg Abbott. Look it up. Yeah, look it up. It's there. And so now I want to hear what Bell's take was on us meeting up at Kirby Lane. So we met in July. It was a hot summer afternoon. No, it wasn't hot. I remember. But I was wearing this polka dotted dress and I had bangs. There were so many questionable things that I was doing wrong here at this time. Thank God we've all moved past this. Wait. Also, note the Kirby Lane that we met at was on west william cannon yes booth to the left as you entered the one that's off of william cannon on mopac it is now a historic landmark mm-hmm. they have a picture of us above the booth go check it go out check it out and order the sweet potato fries because that's what we ordered we had a grilled chicken sandwich and sweet and potato, potato fries. fries for some reason it just clicked mm-hmm. in my head right now that that's what we have <laughs> that just popped in my head right now guys i I'm cannot telling you it was a historic day like monumental so. But I had bangs. I had glasses. It was disgusting. Um, Claudia also had bangs and glasses. That was also even more disgusting. Just but we, shut the fuck but up. But we looked. No, we looked alike. That's my po- my point. You didn't let me get to it. Yeah, because you call me disgusting. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I mean, but the point is, <laughs> we had lunch together. Your mom was there, and yeah, we just started talking, and it. I don't know. It didn't seem awkward to me, but I don't remember our conversation. So the way I that, that I see it was that, or at least from my memory, I remember walking out, meeting you, and I was like, holy shit, this is my fucking twin. 
like that is like one of the first things that I it was thought. crazy. And then when We're I gonna asked post that my picture too, we, yeah, we have to post that one too. So Instagram, go check it out. Mm-hmm. I asked my mom after we had met, and I was like, "Don't you think we look exactly alike?" And she was like, "Yes, like it's fucking crazy." But uh, I think what we talked about at that table mostly was what had happened with dad and you and what had happened with dad and I. Mm -hmm. Because I think by this point, I had shared a little bit that dad was no longer in my life and I was no longer speaking to him. Yeah. And so when we met in person, we literally bonded over the fact that our dads left us. Well, that our dad left us and that we hated him for it. (laughs) <laughs> and that's a, that made the bond really strong from the get-go <laughs> daddy issues bringing yep. women together since the beginning of time mm-hmm. so we ate there we ended up going on what has now been one of many adventures but that was our first adventure and we went over town we went downtown to jim jim's do you remember jim jim's on sixth street that's i still love jim jim's jim's is the best delicious shout out but then after that's the first time you actually met my mom because she worked on the corner of 6th Street. Yeah, where that mural is by by 35. She's not a hooker. Let me rephrase this. <laughs> her office building. Well. <laughs> We're not going to talk about how she gets her extra money. But, <laughs> no, we went down there. We went to her building, walked over, and you met my mom. And she was so pumped to meet you all over again because she remembered you when you were... <laughs> just a little raggedy thing it feels like the first time but we went there and then you actually introduced me to our cousin andy and that was the first time i ever knew him which is crazy because i grew up with him like and i was raised up. you were raised with him and i was raised with my cousin mike so mm-hmm. we each had our own like boy cousin Cousins. that we were so close to growing up and the weird thing is they're so much alike yep because they met and they hit it off and it's crazy. Perfectly down to the Camaros. And no, oh no, Mustangs. Mustangs. Oh, oh fuck. if they hear They're that. They're going to kill me. Woo! Oh, shit. Mustangs. That Dang. and fuck Camaros. Yeah, fuck that. Okay. <laughs> Mustang life, baby. Dang. Oh, shit. They're going to kill me. Yeah, so they anyways, are. <laughs> yeah, we had very similar cousins. Mm-hmm. From Belle and I meeting to getting along to me meeting her mom and getting along to her meeting Andy. Andy. And then I met grandma. Remember, uh-huh. I never had met grandma and before. And grandma and getting along. It was just like, it was perfect. Like, it was the perfect grouping of people like it, and family. happened at such a good time. And the great thing about both of our families is that they both have the same thought about the whole situation about our dad who kept us apart you know it's a shame that's what i'll say the nice way of it because our families have a whole different you know meaning of those things Uh but and i don't want to speak for them but it's a shame that you know we had to meet so far in life and not have each other growing up yeah and i can really appreciate both sides of our families for one um dad's side of the family embracing me even you know now to this day we talk we're good Except for grandma, I have to use Claudia. I'm not very well in Spanish at all. I can order some things at the Taqueria Aranda, number seven, on West Slaughter, but that's about it. <laughs> Check it out. They're also very good. They also are very good. But no, um, so that was one of our, those were one of our first adventures before Claudia ended up leaving for college for her first year. And I think one thing that I want to 
do emphasize is that, you know, while it was great to meet each other's family and stuff, it's not like we didn't want a dad. I think that's maybe not the exact relationship that we got with the one that we, you know, are... I'm looking at her side-eyed right now, guys. Not not the one that we share our DNA with, Mm -hmm. but... You know, it's not like we're sitting here joyous because our dad didn't love us. (laughs) In case it sounds that way. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that I will say is that I will lose my dad over a thousand times and re-experience that pain of when he when I was 15 and he told me over the phone that he no longer wanted to see me. And that was it. And didn't talk to me for right. Mm. I was 15. I just turned 15. It was June 3rd. Why I had just, my birthday's June 2nd. At our most vulnerable ages. I'm like seven, you're 15. What the hell? And although that was painful, I would so do it again mm-hmm. because the giant ass family now that we both share yeah, is so family. worth it. Like exactly. it's, it's so worth it. So everything that I at least just mentioned and shared, I never really shared publicly, guys. And I know it sounds like I talk about it super easily because in person I do, but I've always been hesitant to share things online or with yeah, social media. Yeah, she's totally media. not like me if you've known me already for a while. You know, I am no stranger from a long drawn out post. Not very often, but I do share like almost my every move. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not the way that I've worked yeah and so all of this is very new to me and so as we get into our later episodes and we share our struggles i just want to thank you guys for listening because it's almost like as a form of healing for i and i think i can say this for the both of us uh so we really do already love you guys first episode and we already love you guys oh my god i love all seven thousand listeners right now Okay, I don't know if it's 7,000. <laughs> okay, more like seven. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to say shout out to X, Y, and Z for listening right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know who you are. Uh, but as we get into later episodes, you'll get to hear more about our like in-depth personal struggles. Uh, but as the new year has just come about, we understand that people have made different New Year's resolutions. And most of that has to deal with things that they've struggled before within the past and mine has been sharing things publicly and what what have some of your struggles in the past been that you hope to reflect upon reflect upon i got none i'm just kidding i have struggles i struggle all the time i struggle to get pants on i struggle to figure out what i'm gonna eat okay she's looking at me you crazy guys she knows should really see the look that i'm giving her right now i'm like bitch talk about some <laughs> real shit that is real what are we eating like, well, I mean, anyway, I'm not hungry. Never well, mind. Well, listen, I cooked and she didn't want any guys. Not no. my fault. I already ate. Okay, anyway. So, no, we went through our struggles. I went through a divorce when we had actually met within the next month or so. I was like, divor- I was getting divorced. She only met the full one. I met him once and I knew I didn't like him. <laughs> See? Well, bam. And there it was it for five minutes. <laughs> it literally was for five minutes. She was like, okay, I'm going home. I'm looking to overcome things in the past. Um, struggling with just a quote, daddy issues has always been a thing. So I'm, you know, looking forward to one, not only just sharing some issues like that, because I know other people do have similar situations as to us when it comes to that. 
And so maybe it might be healing or just helpful for them to see how either one of us has overcome, you know, things like that. And yeah. I mean, those will be on, you know, pre, you know, future episodes to come. It's not going to be one whole giant dad hate fest right now. It can be. Do y'all want that? I don't know. I don't want that. Not right now. I don't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, if anything that you get from this first episode, as we talk a little bit deeper about new year's affirmations Mm -hmm. and the difference between those and new year's resolutions that you can still see that through all of the ups and downs and trials and tribulations you can still be you Mm. and that is the most important part preach so i have my own thoughts on new year's resolutions uh that differ from a lot of people's Mm. uh and i think that body is special yeah I, I am uh so for me when i think of new year's resolutions i think that they set people up for failure and this bitch. it's as simple as that because generally they're no damn more i say that mm-hmm. generally they're unrealistic or set goals and expectations upon yourself that aren't necessarily achievable or that lead to a healthy mindset and yeah so i was like i know friends and i'm one of them i can just say you know what i'm not gonna say friends i am friends so i have set um resolutions like you know what this year bam we're dropping 50 pounds how's that happening in all honesty how's that happening it's not gonna happen i want to see results like tomorrow that's not happening for the UU seek person would be the only one to give me those results in the month of January. See them for a 10% discount. I'm just kidding. They have, we don't go to them saying we sent you for it. <laughs> we didn't send nobody. Don't wait us to nobody. Hold on. My whole thing is with, you know, setting goals like that. Cause the majority of goals it's been seen. There's been studies. I don't know who's done these studies. Somebody somewhere did some research. Okay guys, you know, that's not attainable. You're setting yourself up for failure already because like, oh, I'll get to the gym. Maybe the first two weeks you do go to the gym and you're hitting it hard. But then life happens. You're tired. Something happens at work. Family problems, health problems, X, Y, Z. Something happens with your car breaks down. The dog gets sick. Your cat gets sick. You lost your turtle. I don't know what you have going on in your life. You know, you start making the excuses. And then you start spiraling. And not the good spiral when you've had mimosas and you don't remember where you left your car. The bad spiral. So when it comes to New Year's resolutions, I don't make New Year's resolutions. I know you said that they kind of go hand in hand with goals. I make goals, but when I say I make goals, it's like, okay, I want to be more active. Well, let me go for a walk during lunch more so. Not I want to lose these 50 pounds this year. No, just being more active and living a healthier lifestyle and taking baby steps because everything's about taking baby steps. So even if it's like, oh, you know what? I really want to, let's just say, try some new activities that'll get me active so okay cool you want to try dance you want to try um the aerial circle spinning things off the scarves cool try it do it it's because i had a friend who done it and it was looked really cool but i don't think the scarves can hold me so (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna try to hold it and i couldn't (laughs) oh okay okay but yeah so i mean i just think setting yourself up for positivity any way you can. So I don't care what your goal is. Your goal is to get a new job. Okay, set three certain bullet points that'll help you get there. Whether it's, okay, let me spruce up this resume. Let me take some extra training courses. Even if you have to pay for them yourself, if your end goal is to be in a different position by the by next year, 
by 2021, you can do it. You just have to set these attainable goals and be and be prepared to go out of your comfort zone because it's not going to be nice. It's not going to be easy. Nothing ever came. What is it? It doesn't work. You got an easy. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Nothing ever came easily. Okay, whatever, is that bitch. What it is? I'm done with you. I think that's what it is. We're so done you were you. almost there. <laughs> but I, no, I totally agree with everything that Belle just said. Mm. I really do think that setting up these New Year's resolutions saying, I am going to lose 40 pounds or I am going to get into that master's program can really Dude. be detrimental to your overall mental and maybe physical health. Who knows, right? Yeah. Depending on, on the resolutions that you set for yourself so definitely i she calls them goals i like to call them affirmations but just really high overview broad ideas of who you hope to become or what you want to do then from there you give yourself some wiggle room to be a fucking human being (laughs) yeah you mess up okay you ate a whole cheesecake i'm not gonna shame you did you save me a piece but it doesn't take over from the overall effort of you taking a walk every now and then or take your dog if you have a dog take your dog for extra long walk yeah exactly Uh, so you set yourself up to be happier i think whenever you do not set those resolutions but instead set those goals or affirmations yeah exactly i think it also starts with your mental mentality just like good old uncle steve says steve harvey i quote him a lot get used to it guys but you look good you feel good right you feel good you look good i'm also going to do that 50 million times and reverse the roles on it the mentality of everything too it's what you tell yourself it's how you propose it to yourself do you need sticky notes on your mirror uh, so you can see it every morning do you need to write on it with a dry erase marker mm-hmm. which you can it'll go away windex okay go to the dollar mm-hmm. store windex cost two ninety seven at walmart go to the dollar store buy the off brand for a dollar you good write them on your mirror wherever you need to see it on your work set a reminder everybody's been doing that three of my affirmations on cards and i have those cards right next to my desk at work because i i'm at work fucking every day unfortunately Mm. and so i gotta see them and they really do when you say that to yourself and you practice the mind works in very very weird ways and you set up new paths in your brain to automatically be happier and put yourself in that in that mindset but you're never going to be 100 percent completely happy mm-hmm. and that's okay yes and that is that completely is okay all you can do is try your best try trying your best and trying not to let especially you of all people in this world mm-hmm. try your best to not let you bring you down Beyonce because, has bad days mm-hmm, because she has bad days but that don't ever stop her from being and performing the way that she does and neither should you stop yourself we ought to put up with way too much bullshit yeah. way too many crusty ass mm. musty ass yep. jealous ass people Preach. and you should not be one of those church especially to yourself mm. so Justify. next time that you want to harp on yourself and say "Ooh, i failed this resolution i'm such a failure bitch there are too many people wishing that upon you for you to say that about yourself because at that moment Mm -hmm. they have won and you can never ever let the haters win no shake them haters off Mm -hmm. preach so what are your goals or (laughs) 
excuse me, affirmations for Sis Stop for this podcast. What are your affirmations? My affirmations? Yeah, affirmations. That question took me off fucking guard. As far as my affirmations for it are okay. If I have to think about it right now on the spot, because this is not something that we practiced. Yes. Uh, affirmation one would be that I hope that it is as much of a healing process for me as it is for you all. Two, I hope that we spread positivity. And I don't know in what ways, <clears throat> but I hope that we do okay. by the use of, you know, this podcast. Laughing at our stupidity. Yeah. I Laughing with us, crying with us, at us. I don't give a shit. As long as it creates some positivity. And three, I hope that we get closer out of it and that we can actually oh build like maybe some sort of empire one day. Like that would just be kind of really fucking cool. And right? it'll just be called Bell. I can see it right now in lights as they glare off in the distance. It looks good, Claudia. It looks good. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, wh- and what about you? What are some affirmations or sorry, sorry, not affirmations. affirmations. What are some goals you have for this stop podcast? So I really want to communicate with the listeners and get a better sense of what they would like to hear. And I want it to be super interactive with them. So even if it's like, hey, we want to talk about body positivity one day. Okay, what about it? Do, or just interact. Like, what social media influencer do you follow? Or what are some self-care tips that you use? Because somebody isn't the same as me where I'm like, let me face mask. Let me go get my nails done because that's me. But that's a whole other story. And that's one of them. Just the more connectivity with our audience. I really hope that we reach an array of people from all walks of life and I don't care like who they I don't care who they are and you know anything like race whatever whatever they associate with I don't care like if they're happy and they're listening to us and just like you said if we can bring whoever's listening joy then fantastic just like what is her name Marie Kondo Kondo what is it again Kondo Con- Marie Kondo yeah wait hold on yeah yeah, not not the Mexican Cuando. Maria Cuando. No, 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 not that one. <laughs> you You're know, talking about the other one. I want to help probably bring up people's days. If they're hearing our stories, laugh, like you said, cry. Or be like, that dumb bitch. She don't even know what she's trying to say. Exactly. Disagree with us, too. Like It's okay. I'm not going to tell you off. You are entitled to your own opinion. We want to hear everything that i mean that's the real point of this i think and i guess it'd be cool to have an empire but it would still be called bell <laughs> just one day you know i guess it'd be cool i mean to, you know, i guess like like i guess that'd be okay you know I mean, just yeah, I mean, living a great life you know because we because we don't deserve it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know i think that's the whole point of this and what we do mm-hmm. is that we want to share our lives with you guys as much as we want you to share yours with us. Exactly. And we are always here for you, no matter what. If you have questions and you wish to remain anonymous and you don't ever want us to bring it up on the podcast, we got you. We will never, ever share anything mm-hmm. from our listeners by name unless they specifically request to. Exactly. Because if what if your side piece is listening? What if you have a group of friends and you want to talk about one of them? I'm here for it. 
but I'm not going to let Lil Mary know that you're talking shit because she wore those damn shoes that made her feet smell. I only say that because today I wore some shoes and my feet smelled. (laughs) And I'm so sad because they're my favorite pair of shoes. And guess what? Now I got to get rid of them. I had to wash my freaking feet today. I'm surprised that you actually said that. I'm a real person, too. Because that's so true. She came into... My I, apartment. I wrote you when I was at work and I told you. And put her crusty ass feet in my tub and washed them. They but clean. at least they don't smell now. They clean. So they clean. I guess that's fine. So guys, we hope that you've loved listening to us. You made it through your first episode and we're so glad to have you listening to us. If you've made it to the end, then we'll catch you on the next one. See you later, guys. Let us know how you liked this episode. Subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify at SysStop. Find us on social media at SysStopPodcast. Or feel free to reach out to us at SysStopPodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.